this episode of the Naturist Living Show, Performing Nude. This episode of the Naturist Living Show is brought to you by Bear Oaks Family Naturist Park. At Bear Oaks, we offer traditional naturist values in a modern setting. Free your body, free your mind. www.bearoaks.ca Well, my dear listener, it's episode number 46 of the Naturist Living Show. My name is Stéphane Deschain. I'm your host for this podcast and for this episode of the Naturist Living Show. I'm also the owner of Bear Oaks Family Naturist Park. And yet again, we are setting further records in terms of listeners. So just to remind everybody, a listener is a download of a podcast, not a hit, not a page view. Not any of those funny numbers that people try to claim in terms of of making their things, their website sound bigger than it is. These are actual downloads of the file, the MP3 file, which are fairly big. So I've got to assume that the majority of those are actually listening to it, otherwise they wouldn't bother. And in July of 2012, the last full month when I'm recording this, we had 78,846 um, that's almost 79,000, and uh, I remember when I got excited that my total downloads for all the shows were 100,000 over the first year or two, I guess it was. Um, now we're looking, we're, we're approaching 100,000 downloads every month, and that's just unbelievable. So thank you for listening and uh, for taking an interest in the show. Um, I get comments and feedback, and I really appreciate it. But I also wanted to ask you to uh, also help me. You don't have to do the show. It's a fair bit of work to do the show. Um, I enjoy it, and I'm glad to see that you enjoy it, which is why you listen to it. But uh, you can do your part, too. You can do your part just to help the show, but you can also do your part to help naturism. Um, and to help Bear Oaks, if you agree with what we're doing in our philosophy of ethical naturism that we talk about on the show and that we try to live at Bear Oaks Family Naturist Park, uh, we're everywhere. Um, we're on Facebook. We are on Google+. We're on Pinterest. Uh, we're on TripAdvisor. We're on Foursquare. We're on Yelp. We're in iTunes. So if you have an account in any of those, can you take a minute and give us a rating, hopefully a good one. Uh, better yet, write a review in one of those places. Uh, if you're on iTunes and you're an iTunes user, it's very easy. You can click and just write a review about the show and the podcast. Um, if you've been to Bear Oaks and you want to write about it in TripAdvisor, then that would be really appreciated too. And all those things, and I'll put links to all of the different uh, social media uh, things, uh, uh, sections, areas that uh, we do for the Naturist Living Show and for Bear Oaks, so that you can go and click on any one that interests you and go and write a comment about it. So I'll put all that in the show notes. It's also, if you go to the Bear Oaks website, at the bottom of every page, there's links to all of the social media channels that we participate in. But uh, if you are writing comments, if you are rating it, the more people do it, the more the uh, different 
websites and the podcast itself will show up and be featured in search engines and other places because when they see it's popular then they promote it more which means that more people will discover ethical naturism more people will discover naturism period which will help the movement and will help us grow so take a minute uh click on one or many of the links please and uh, just take a minute and Give us a rating or write a comment. I still appreciate all the, the direct comments you send me, but if you can take a minute to go and rate the show or comment on it publicly, um, that would be greatly appreciated. One of the things that's been great, of course, uh, is that we have so many listeners to the show that enjoy that some of them are choosing to come to Bear Oaks, and we've talked about them before. Uh, In some cases, uh, their first experiences with naturism has come as a result of listening to the show and visiting Bear Oaks. And, of course, I guess from that standpoint... Uh, there is a benefit for me doing the show, and uh, even though I, you know, it's really a nonprofit, and we don't have any commercials, um, and it's just volunteer time. But as much as it's promoting the park, um, that certainly is helping the development of Bear Oaks Family Nature's Park. One of those couples was uh, Steve and Michelle, who came just a few weeks ago during this very warm and hot and beautiful summer to enjoy Bear Oaks, and I had a chance to sit down with them for a few minutes and talk about uh, the show and how they ended up at Bear Oaks. I'm Steve, and I'm from uh, near Rochester, New York. And I'm Michelle. And uh, this is your first visit to Bear Oaks, and how did you end up here? Um, I think we we started listening to your podcast um, a couple of years ago, I think it was, and I uh, uh, had heard about Bear Oaks for a long, long time and just decided that uh, we wanted to spend a week here, and so here we are. And were you naturist when you first started listening to the podcast? He was, kind of. I'm not. I wasn't. <laughs> but after listening to several of the shows, I decided to give it a try. What was it about the shows that uh, helped you decide? Um, there were shows. Um, sometimes you guys you talk to some people about raising children, which of course I have. We have seven grandchildren, so so that was quite interesting to me because I didn't want them to have body shame. And then um, you had an interview, I think, with um, about women and what why they did and didn't, you know, feel comfortable coming or, you know, going to a place like that at first and how they changed. And um, and then the vitamin D um, episode was really good. And um, I don't know, I just heard the bra one, too. That was really interesting, too, to me. So so I, that's, I decided to try it. So And I'm certainly glad I did. <laughs> so you've been here a week, and how's it been? It's been wonderful. Uh, we leave tomorrow morning, unfortunately, and uh, we were just uh, sitting over at the clubhouse uh, in the sauna and saying, oh, I don't want to go home. You know, <laughs> we don't have a sauna at our house and we don't have a hot tub and all that. So it's it's been a, a very nice experience. Mm-hmm. Steve also has a blog, uh, which is quite interesting, and uh, I will provide a link to that so that you can read about where he writes about his discovery of naturism and his interest in naturism and the things he's discovered about it. We have more and more events every year at Bear Oaks, and uh, we try to have 
uh, things for people to do, but we also try to have performers. And we've had bands perform, and we've had magicians and acrobats and people who do face painting and uh, uh, all kinds of things. And in the beginnings, um, certainly a lot of them were dressed more and more, though we, we tend to just focus on people who are willing to also perform nude. And that can be a little bit challenging, but for some it actually seems to be uh, an interesting challenge in a positive way. Uh, many appreciate it and uh, really come back because of it, and we have a lot of fun with it. One of the first-time performers this year were called the Pyroflies. Um, they are fire spinners or fire performers. Uh, we've had other fire performers before. Never had a chance to interview them, but uh, with the Pyroflies, um, I had a chance to talk to them. They first came to the uh, family weekend in July, which was a great success, so we're definitely repeating that next year. Uh, but they also came to perform a second time, uh, third week of August, to uh, during the Lee Baxendall Memorial Volleyball Tournament, and they performed at night because, of course, with the fire that they are uh, performing and spinning and playing with, it's far more impressive uh, at night. Um, and so, it, in fact, if you go to the Facebook page for Bear Oaks, I, uh, there are a number of pictures that I posted uh, taken at night. Uh, it is very impressive because... Uh, the uh, photographer did a time delay, so the fire is creating all these shapes in, in the darkness uh, while lighting them up a little bit. But anyway, I sat down with the pyroflies to uh, learn about uh, what it was like for them to perform nude um, for the first time and the second time at Bear Oaks Family Nature's Park. I'm Victoria. I'm Tom. I'm Kipper. And you guys are fire spinners. So, so what does that mean? Balls of fire that uh, are really cool, and we dance with them like uh, like it's nothing. <laughs> when it really is something. <laughs> now, it's the first time you've done it at Bear Oaks. And, no, second time you've done it at Bear Oaks. And before that, had you ever done it without any clothes? No, I've, I've done it topless once, but never completely naked. So it was a really great experience. It was awesome. It was the best show. <laughs> Why is that? <laughs> well, you know, you're I, everyone here is really awesome, oh, but yeah. it just like felt so good, and you didn't have to worry about your clothes lighting on fire, and <laughs> yeah, it just it feels really good. You feel free. So, so people might actually think that it's more dangerous to do it without clothes on. Uh, that's true. They think it, but um, really, we feel safer because, uh, especially. Uh, you can't really keep track of clothes. Places that would typically light are like behind you, and that's not an area that you can keep, like, you know, just look and see. You just feel it before you're aware otherwise. But without clothes, um, the worst that happens is that you can uh, hurt your arms or uh, make some light contact, and it's just a light burn, but you won't catch on fire. I mean, unless you're like dipped in grease or something, you're not going to just like go up. It doesn't happen that way. Or Maybe if you're covered in coconut oil, you might be a little more risky. I don't know. <laughs> what, but there might be more hair exposed. <laughs> there might be, but most likely it's not. It, it will just fizzle and it won't light up. Yeah, your hair might get singed, but that's about it. And it doesn't really hurt or anything. So how do you become a uh, fire spitter? Tons and tons of practice. First off, I spent a lot of time practicing poi without fire, and then um, it, it it sort of 
a natural evolution to end up spinning fire because um, these these toys are, are a lot more spectacular with fire. So it's it's almost the, the end game is is becoming a fire spinner, but it takes a lot of practice to get there. And, and why does one become a fire spinner? What makes you want to do that? Um. Well, I really like to play, but also it's very meditative when you're hula hooping or spinning poi or staff, whatever you do, it's, it feels really good. I know that for a lot of fire spinners that uh, it's getting us through really hard times. And uh, I know for a lot of people that it's completely brought them out of their shell. Like for me, I'm, I'm quite a shy person, but uh, doing poi has made me a lot less shy. It's made me perform. It's... Uh, it's really brought me out of my shell. So, so and what's what's poi? Uh, poi are basically balls that are secured on the ends of chains with handles on them. So we just swing them around. Yeah, uh, it's established by the uh, Maori tribe of New Zealand. Uh, basically, it was uh, I think it was uh, used to promote like basket weaving. Uh, other things like that. It was just uh, something they did for fun, also. But it was the way that they move the balls because by themselves it's nothing spectacular what's spectacular is uh the motion that you use to make it go around you but just a ball on a chain that's all it is it, it sounds like you were saying it's almost something spiritual about it yeah definitely oh, yeah, definitely. definitely there's yeah there's a there's a lot of spiritual it, and it's kind of like a it's kind of a way of life in a sense too because you do meet other circus people and they are quite like minded to you and you know you want to be the best person you can be and clean up after yourself and yeah so it's in a way I guess it is kind of a way of life and it kind of takes over your life in a way because like I know uh, Kipper wants to do native dance and the only reason why he wants to do native dance is because he's like oh it will help my poi <laughs> so, this, this year I'll be taking the Indigenous Dance Program at Trent University, and uh, I think since Poi is, uh, you know, Indigenous to the Maori tribe uh, from New Zealand, that it uh, it would fit into that category, and I could sort of uh, fuse some of the the dance styles I'll be learning in the class with Poi, kind of hopefully take uh, take my Poi in a new direction, take it to a new level with that. Where do you perform this when you're not performing here? Oh wow. Um, I mean, often we we have practiced pretty often um, in Peterborough and publicly, sort of jamming out uh, when and where we can. But uh, otherwise, we've uh, we've performed at, um, at at the venue. It's a nightclub, formed on a, a couple of street festivals in Peterborough. Um, that Victoria performed at a Jack and Jill uh, a few weeks back. Um, I think we performed at a campground a couple of times down in uh, once down in. Um, Coburg and once at Lakefield. Uh, yes, we also performed at um, uh, what was what was the school? The Prince of Wales uh, Public School. We did their Cirque to Prince. We were the, the headliners for that. So we got to do a fire show in the school gymnasium, which was uh, pretty cool, pretty interesting. The crowd loved it. It was great. And how did you end up performing here? Well, you got us. I think because you <laughs> yeah, know Nikki. Yeah. Are you acquainted with that? Yeah, actually, yeah. I'm friends with Nikki. And uh, we were looking for gigs. We're we're, plan- we're planning to be a lot more active this summer. So I was like, yeah, we'll start looking for gigs. And I was like, I know a place would be very, very cool and unique to go to. So, 
<laughs> we like be naked too. <laughs> so that was a big attraction. <laughs> yeah, so we can be able to fuse those two, right? We're able to fuse, you know, the the comfort with with our our nudity and and the feel the great feeling of being naked and, and performing with fire to bring those two together. It's like wow, this will be a really cool, unique opportunity. So yeah. I contacted uh, contacted Nikki and said, you know, hey, I got you know at this fire crew. We're looking for places to perform. Would you guys be open to having us come there? And uh, luckily, we, uh, you guys were, so this is great. Yeah, it's been great. It's an awesome show. Guys, I missed the one the last time you were here. I missed it. Cause, oh, really? Yeah, because I was here and I fell asleep. <laughs> I was really tired after a long day, and I was so I was really glad I saw it because it was all, people were raving about it afterwards. Oh, shoot, I missed it. <laughs> Why do you think you're so comfortable? Why do you like being naked? Why do you like being naked? Mm. I like overcoming uh, the stigma that came with it from, like, uh, my family. Like, they're not, like, the most proper people in the world, but they're definitely about, like, uh, having some level of propriety where, like, you have to wear clothes and it's the way it is, but there's just so much, like, freedom in more than just a very literal sense that <laughs> you're not wearing clothes, but just to be able to, like, not have to worry about, like, preconceptions of people based on their clothing or what they're wearing or just, like things that clothes signify like what type of person you are just like you have to get to know somebody you have to figure that out for yourself and everybody here is so friendly and says hi to you just because you they know that they know in order to meet people to know them better that they have to engage and I think that's one of the great ways to come out of your shell it's to not only spin fire but to uh, be naked <laughs> uh, I think for mine uh you know, growing up, I had a lot of body issues, and uh, I think as a girl, that's natural. We're trained to have body issues, so I think for me being in a place like this, it's uh, you know, I'm older now, so I love my body well, a lot you're now. Not but, old, but I'm not old, but <laughs> I'm older. I'm not 18 anymore, and uh, <laughs> yeah, so it it makes me realize exactly how much I love my body and how I love everyone's body and like that it's not it doesn't matter what you look like it doesn't matter whether I have a little bit of flub on my tummy and <laughs> you know it's 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 a lo re-loving my body and everyone else's for, for me I, I think in, in terms of the, the nudity the comfort with nudity um, some years ago I ended up going to Wreck Beach which is really great and we were hanging out and I was Really, I, what I really loved about it was uh, kind of the the desexualization of nudity in that context. It was uh, it was like it didn't matter. To, uh, you, and pre previously, you know, nudity was associated with sexuality for me, um, but in that environment, it was like, wow, you know, we could be naked and it, it you know, doesn't matter. It doesn't have to be sexual. It, it's just natural and comfortable and. And uh, yeah, in, in that environment, I, could, I was able to feel a lot more comfortable with my own body, which was great. Of course, aside from the people who perform at Baroques, there's also people who perform uh, nude uh, for a variety of reasons. Musicians have uh, often used nudity, sometimes uh, in a sexual way, but sometimes just uh, to make the point. And uh, I ran across one of those uh, just uh, a few months ago. There's an artist by the name of Tom Lev, and she did a song which could really be an anthem for naturism. Um, it's called Legalized Nudity. 
And uh, she does a video where she's nude. She uh, doesn't seem to have any issue with nudity at all. In fact, she seems to enjoy it quite a bit. And so um, I decided to give her a, a shout and contact her. And uh, she agreed to talk with me for the show. Yes, yeah, somebody forwarded to me your video, uh, Legalized Nudity. And, uh, of course, as a naturist, that spoke right to me. In fact, your message uh, is very much a naturist message, even some of the expressions you use, like, uh, you know, if we were born to be nude, um, we would have been born that way. That's something right. we always say. So right, right. how did you come to make to, to do this song in this video? Well, it's, it's an interesting story. Like, the song and the video are two different things. Um, I wrote this song... Because um, it was a combination of a few things. I I had actually that just the music, and I needed to write lyrics. And I we had different ideas. We I, I wasn't sure um, what should I put in 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 the music because I felt the music was really good. And I was writing the music with my producer Larry Devoskin, and then um, I I had to write the lyrics and um and uh, I talked to my mom my mom on the phone. I was in New York when in the East Village in my apartment and I talked to her and she was saying about how I should not uh, wear revealing clothes as an artist because I give example to little yeah. kids. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it should be more, you know, um, like not to show cleavage and stuff and be more like, you know, to, to give example because she said, oh, you're an artist and uh, then you'll get famous and you don't want to show a bad example for little girls. And then I told her, but mom, little kids always like to be naked. They're, they're always trying to take off their clothes. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and, um, and she was laughing and stuff. So so that day I was sitting uh, with my friend and we decided to go for legalized nudity. Oh, and there was another thing. Um, there was this girl in New York, a model. She, she, she modeled um, uh, naked in the MoMA Museum. And it was in a room full of naked statue, statues. And, and she got arrested. <laughs> got arrested for being naked in the, in the MoMA Museum. But it was... It was totally artistic, and and I thought it was really, really rude and and really fake because, as I said, the room was full of of naked statues, and and um, she was like twenty four hours in jail. So that was another thing that made me write the song. And I think uh, I, I also I love animals, and and you know, Peter has these um i'd rather go naked than wear fur slogan yeah so it was also like like inspired that inspired my song so we wrote we wrote them the the lyrics into the the music that was already existed and it came out really good we went to the studio we recorded and then we said okay this is your my producers and my manager and everyone said this is your your best song this is what we're gonna put um, the money for for the video because I had a, a budget from from the, the label and we were searching for people for a production company to shoot the video and uh, then we 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 connected with these guys in LA and the truth is 
um, I had a different idea for the video. I was thinking about, you know, hippies, people in nature, dancing, mm-hmm. more like Woodstock style, because the lyrics are all about love and peace and how like na- the human body is a beautiful thing and it should not be a taboo and you know different colors different shapes but it's just like like animals animals are not shamed of their their skin so why should people like think it's such a taboo i mean i love fashion but i don't like how how nudity is such a taboo and and it's like like i don't i don't agree with that and that's what i wanted to to do in the video to just to visualize and to desexualize nudity in a in a visual way of like how people just like naked and dancing together but it's it's not sexual right. it's natural and but then my label had different ideas and they 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 told the the production company that did the video they want to do something shocking they want to shock the world and and that's where things got we had like a lot of disagreement and at the, at the end we we decided we're going to just uh, be a bunch of nudists who go into a first store i'm not sure you can see in the video that it's a first store that we're trashing <laughs> no i thought it was just a clo- a high end clothing store yeah uh, no it's supposed to be a first store like we're we're also against uh, animal cruelty Besides being against clothes, we're also against animal cruelty. <laughs> right. That, that makes sense. Yeah. We actually had some uh, good scenes in the video that we shot that were never in the video. But anyway, it is what it is. It's it's a nice video, but but then YouTube blocked it. <laughs> and no no uh, TV station wanted to, to show it because it was so shocking. And it was just a bad decision. My label thought that this is going to be the video is going to break me and it's going to go viral. And because it's so shocking, I'm going to stand out. But it was too shocking that everyone blocked it. <laughs> well, but I've seen it on YouTube. Yeah, you, you have to be um, a member. Like you have to have a YouTube account. But if if people are not, um, if the, if some people don't have a YouTube account, they cannot watch the video. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, because you have to agree to be over 18. Yeah, I, I, you know, I actually, I see a message in the violence. You're right, the, the lyrics, when you listen to them, there's, there's nothing at all about the violence that you see in the video. But I always found it interesting how, you know, it's, you can show violence on television, you can show blood and guts, but you can't show nudity. And I saw that message in your video. Oh, that's, we haven't even thought of it, but it's very creative. It's, a, it's another irony that we're like, Painting it in without noticing. Um, cool. Thanks for no. Thanks for uh, yeah. pointing. Well, now that it's recorded, you you uh, you can't say anymore. It was your idea, but it's okay. <laughs> I'm not taking uh, credit. That is not mine. It's your idea here. <laughs> so, have you had any experience uh, with naturism uh, at all, other than obviously making this video? Well, making the video was a great experience. We were all completely naked and all the actors and everyone on the crew. The crew was not naked, like the people who built all the set. Um, but no, I was also, when I was younger, I did a go-go dancing, which is kind of naked. And, you know, I'm always like, I'm very free spirit. I'm very, 
like I, I don't I like when I'm home I always walk around naked <laughs> I don't mind I'm not like activist you know like I don't go protest naked like legalize nudity because um you know I, I everyone should leave uh, they the way they want but yeah I it's part of you know my my life because I just don't think it's a big deal so <laughs> I don't make a big deal out of it like I just like if I can, I'll be naked. <laughs> well, it, it is, uh, but you come from a part of the world that's known for intolerance, especially for towards the uh, woman's body. Now, Israel, of course, is a very cosmopolitan uh, country yeah. and modern, but even within Israel, there's some very conservative factions, and you're surrounded by countries that you could be uh, stoned to death for showing nudity. That's very true. That's very true. Maybe that's why I'm like rebelling because I I don't like that because I I hate these restricted rules and all this like heaviness of like heavy heavy mind that everything is like wrong and wrong and I'm I'm rebelling against it. Were, were you like that when you were in Israel before you came to uh, New York? I was always like that. Yeah. <laughs> but you've never been to a nude beach or anything like that. Uh, I think I went in Israel to a nude beach, yeah, when I was probably in the military, yeah. There are some nude beaches in Israel. Yes, I've heard that, but actually a lot of our listeners will be surprised to hear that because they wouldn't expect that in the Middle East. Yeah, it is kind of surprising. And uh, what what is the, what would you say the general Israeli view towards nudity is? Um... Well, I guess in the center of Israel, like, you know, in Tel Aviv and all the the cities around and like, you know, the the all the the metropolitans. It's um it's like New York. People are very open minded and people are very modern and like, you know, Tel Aviv is very open, it's very, very gay, very very free. So they're they're open to to nudity i guess in in the south and in the north it's more um country and and people are uh less open minded in jerusalem jerusalem is a very interesting city it's very mixed and i yeah i wouldn't go naked there <laughs> <laughs> i wouldn't walk around naked in jerusalem so when you criticize uh, the land of liberty, are you talking about the United States? I am. Yeah, I do. So the the United States is not that free either when it comes to nudity, is it? No, not at all. Like this girl that got arrested in the MoMA Museum in New York City um, just for, you know, modeling art, modeling her body. Wasn't even sexual. It was totally art. And um, like in Europe... It's not such a big deal. Like when people go to the beach, they don't even like girls and boys. They don't even put tops. You know, they just put the the bottom part. Mm -hmm. And it's not such a big deal. And in Germany, like I have family in Germany. Like my cousin told me there is a, a nude nude bars that you come to the bar and you have to take to take off all your clothes and then everyone naked. Mm. And it's it's like cool. It's just an experience and. The bartenders, the waitress, the waitresses, everybody are like totally naked, like, you know, in their birthday suits. And and I thought in New York, because, you know, it's a land of liberty, 
uh, it wouldn't be it wouldn't be so so taboo, but it is. Do you have you heard of the artist Spencer Tunick? I have not. No. Uh, Spencer Tunick uh, is become famous because he paints landscapes with nude bodies, and he gets hundreds and thousands of people to come. Nice. And lay down in various shapes and kind of paint the so often uh, urban landscapes with the soft human bodies. And oh. uh, he did want a shoot, uh, I think it was last year or the year before, in Israel in the Dead Sea. Oh, yeah, I, I've heard of it. Yeah, and that was exactly like when, I, when I've heard of that event, I wished I could shoot my video there because that was exactly my, my vision for... For legalized nudity. So, wh where are you going to go from here? Are you going to uh, do more on this theme, or uh, was that just one time? I'm actually, you know, I'm in a crossroad right now. I I want to shoot another video, video like the video that that you saw, the the one that we shot. It cost sixty seven thousand dollars, and it's so much money. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Record label paid. Mm -hmm. But I feel like it's not captured what I want. So now I'm like, I'm trying to get like another budget or to just like shoot it with my friend just to go to like a nudist, be nudist beach or something and just shoot a video like the way I want it. Because I, I don't feel like promoting this one. It doesn't, it's not really saying what I want to say with all the violence and and everything. And now I'm I'm writing a lot these days and... I just got back from from Israel. I was doing some studies, and um, now I'm, you know, like writing, like taking some time to think where I want to go with my career. Like maybe I want to like study more, and like I wanted to go on tour, but now I I feel like I should like focus on like like uh, developing my uh, my my image better. Like, who am I as an artist and what is my message? And before I go outside, I want to I wanna cook a little, to mm -hmm. cook all the ideas and all the who, who I am. So I'm doing a lot of thinking these days. I need to take a lot of uh, rough decisions. I was, I was thinking of uh, moving to L.A. To, to get some connections over there. And... Um, you know, it's it's a tough business, music. It's uh, it's a lot of uh, it's a lot of compromise. It's a lot of risk. But um, but if you know people who love it, it's um, it's a lifestyle. So as she said, the, the video is uh, not necessarily uh, consistent with what the song's uh, meaning is. The the video is more about um, a very violent. Uh, uprising or protests against uh, people wearing clothes. It's kind of funny as well in some ways when you really watch it. Um, but the song, if you don't see that or if you never, you've never seen that, you realize it's actually a much softer message as well. So it depends on the way you look at it. Um, but I'll provide a link to the uh, video from the show notes as well. So you're welcome to go and uh, watch it. But so that you hear it first without the visuals... Um, I'll play it right now with Tom's permission. Mother Nature doesn't like clothes. 
But society like to impose They want some curtains in all your windows I want the freedom to overexpose Some never-minded people like to be fruit But nudity is natural Is that That's all for this episode of The Naturist Living Show. Thank you, as always, for listening. And remember, please take a few moments and go to one of our social media channels. There are many in the show notes for this episode, and there are many links to, the, to them as well at the bottom of the Baroques website, which is at baroques.ca, B-A-R-E-O-A-K-S dot C-A. Uh, again, my name is Stéphane Deschain. I am your host, as always, for this podcast, and I'm the owner of Baroques Family Naturist Park. So you'll find links to the uh, social media channels, but also to everything else that are mentioned in the show, in the show notes on our website, which is found at naturistliving.bareoaks, that's B-A-R-E, of course, bareoaks, O-A-K-S, dot C-A. Please keep sending your comments and suggestions too, uh, in addition to the comments that I'm asking you to make on the social media sites. Or, or even if you don't want to make comments on social media sites, by the way, start discussions. If you participate in discussion forums, uh, some people uh, take the opportunity to comment on a show they liked in a discussion forum or in their own blogs, and I really appreciate that too. So please keep doing that. I, that I, I get to see many of them because there's a, I have some Google 
uh, search, automated searches that tell me sometimes when the Nature's Living show shows up. So uh, thank you to everybody who comments about it and uh, who writes about the show and uh, uh, starts discussions. But if you want to get in touch with me directly, the show's email address is naturistliving at Bear Oaks, that's B-A-R-E-O-A-K-S dot C-A because we are in Canada. So join us again in about a month for the next episode of The Naturist Living Show. This episode of The Naturist Living Show was brought to you by Bear Oaks Family Naturist Park. Traditional naturist values in a modern setting. Traditional values means that naturism is more than just taking your clothes off. It is a life philosophy with physical, psychological, environmental, social, and moral benefits. Bear Oaks Family Naturist Park strives to promote those naturist values in a modern setting that provides the amenities and services that our members and visitors expect. Free your body, free your mind. Learn more at www.bearoaks.ca. Thank you.